Hello and welcome to Food Allergy Freedom with Chelsea Winterholler, a podcast to help moms who have children with food allergies find emotional freedom. This is episode 38, The Manual. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. If you are new here, thank you for coming. And if you are old here, I would love it if you would take a minute to drop a review of my podcast. It helps other people have the opportunity to get and hear this information. And I love hearing what you have to say. I love hearing your feedback. So thank you so much for being here. Let's talk about manuals. A manual is an instruction guide, right? We all know that. You have manuals for your TV and your phone and the desk that you set up in your office. But do you know what else you have a manual for? Everything. Dare I say, you have a manual for everyone in your life. You even have a manual for your neighbor's sister. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. I, about 10 years ago, I lived in a townhome community and I um, had a new neighbor move in across the street and I met her and she was so kind. She had long brown hair and I was so excited to be her best friend after only meeting her for probably three minutes, but we had just like the best conversation. We connected right away. So I was so excited to get to know her more than I already did. So I walked back home and about an hour later, I saw her out my back door. Our back doors faced each other. So I kind of stepped out on the porch and I waved at her and I had a big old smile on my face. And do you know what she did? She stood in the middle of the parking lot between our two houses and she just stared at me. She literally stood there and stared at me. Then she looked at the person she was with, looked back at me, and turned around and walked away. It was like she had no idea who I was. I was seriously in total shock. I thought that an hour before we had totally hit it off. And honestly, I was just super embarrassed and kind of sad. And I turned around and I walked back in my house and went on with my day. I had a manual that when you meet someone and you smile and talk and have fun, that the next time this person sees you, the least that they can do is wave. Now, let me tell you something. Manuals, they get us into trouble sometimes particularly when you have a manual for a neighbor who just moved in, who has an identical twin that you knew nothing about. <laughs> yes, it was her twin standing in the middle of the parking lot, giving me the most blank stare I have ever received in my entire life. So talk about my manual and my expectations for my new neighbor being completely wrong. Now, 
The next day, we chatted again. We cleared up the situation. She let me know that she had an identical twin and we figured it all out. And to this day, this friend and I have spoken, I would definitely say every single week. We are the best of friends. We ended up having a wonderful relationship, but that is not thanks to my assumptions and my manual that I had only an hour after meeting a complete stranger. Manuals get us into trouble and not just with twins. You literally have a manual for everyone. You have a manual for your mom. You have a manual for your kids. You have a manual for your kids' teachers. You have a manual for your husband. Listen, your mom should call you. She should fix your meals. She should let you roll your eyes at her and she should still come over to babysit your children. Your kids, they should take out the trash and clean their rooms. They should do their homework and practice their instruments all with a smile and without being asked. And your husband, he should give you a giant kiss when he gets home from work. He should have all the energy in the world to take over all of the kid duties for the evening and also be ready to run those five errands that you have on a list for him. And may I add, he needs to do all of this with a smile. Now, do you want to know how I am so good telling you about manuals that you might have for people in your life? It's because I am human and I am so good at having manuals in my own life. We all do. Every single one of us has manuals for the people around us. Now, a manual is just simply an instruction guide that we have for someone in our lives and It's all about how we would like them to behave so that we can feel good and we can feel happy. And generally, we do a really good job at not telling the other person what's in our manual. We just feel that it seems right that the other person just knows what to do and knows how to treat us and knows what we need. Obviously, my best friend should call me back when I call her. My kid's teacher should be kind and understanding when I complain. The friend that I met at the gym should listen to me for as long as I listen to her. And I love this one. My friend should remember my birthday. (laughs) That's actually something that I do not have in my manual. I do a very good job of reminding people about my birthday so that they don't forget that that is not an expectation that I should have. But I could go on and on. My husband shouldn't watch as much football as he has, as he watches all of the time. My best friend's husband should want to go on double dates with us. Now, manuals go on forever and ever. They are the biggest manuals you've ever seen. They go on for pages and pages and pages. But here's the problem with manuals. Everyone has the ability to behave however they want to. 
And this causes problems because we know and expect them to behave in the way that we want them to. We don't want them to have a choice. Let's look at this example. Just a few nights ago, I was unloading a lot of trash from our garage out to our garbage cans, and my son was playing basketball, and he walked right past me and started to walk inside. And I turned to him and said, aren't you going to help me load all of this trash out to the trash cans? And he looked at me and was like, I wasn't planning on it. And I said, oh, great, fine. I'll do it on my own then. (laughs) Have you had this happen in your life? I am sure that you have. I believed that I only had two options, that I could ask my child to help me from a place of resentment, or I could just do it myself. Those were the only two options I was giving myself. And honestly, I do this a lot when I'm doing the dishes. And you can can imagine yourself doing, doing the dishes all by yourself in the kitchen and everyone else is out playing in the backyard or watching the latest basketball game or upstairs playing ping pong, whatever they might be doing. And you are like, I have to do this all alone. I'm the only one that cares that there's a clean kitchen. Nobody cares that I'm in here doing this by myself. You are acting from a place of resentment. So you just sit there in resentment and you do it all alone. You only give yourself two options. Ask in a way that you are forcing other people to help you or don't ask at all and completely do it yourself. This is how you act when you have a manual for someone, when you have expectations for what they should be doing, how they should be doing it, and when it should be done. The problem here is that you are giving so much power to the action of someone else. And when you do that, you are removing all of the power that you hold within yourself. When you are constantly manipulating the people around you in an effort to control them, I want you to know that in the end, no one wins, not even you. So I want you to know that all of the power to feel happy in these situations, when you are feeling resentment or choosing to do things all on your own, it all lies within you, all of it. So how? How do we do that? I think the first step is to just recognize that you have a manual for the people around you, that you have a giant list, maybe a 200-page book for how you want people to act, and that you believe they should act perfectly all of the time. I know even me saying that out loud, you're like, no, I don't. You do. (laughs) I promise you have manuals for people around you. And the problem with that is that we expect them to live by that manual. But the truth is we cannot even manage or live up to the expectations of the manuals that we have for ourselves. I can 
barely control myself, let alone using so much effort to try and control the people around me. When I do this, I feel frustrated. I feel confused. I feel angry and I am extremely ineffective in all of my relationships. The key for me is taking responsibility for how I feel in the moment. Uh, if you listen to my podcast with Sarah Payne, I really, really loved this. She she taught us so much about relationships. And the last time that I was feeling frustrated with my spouse, I actually took a minute and I took a breath and I did something that Sarah taught me. She taught me to say, this is the part where I feel frustrated. <laughs> and I know that sounds silly. And even when I was saying it out loud, I felt silly. But about 30 seconds later, I felt a little bit of release. And it's because I just owned how I felt. I took a little responsibility for how I was feeling, regardless of anyone else's behavior in the situation. And it is so empowering to live this way, to take responsibility for your own feelings, and you will literally see yourself create better results in your life. When I give myself just a couple of minutes to truly take responsibility for how I feel, the beauty is I start to see my manual soften up just a little bit. And that's what I want. I'm not expecting myself to never have a manual or expectations for my family or my children. That that would mean that I was a robot and I am a human. But if I can soften up the manual a little bit and recognize that everyone around me is a human too, I think that will create so much more love. And that for me is the key to my manuals. Love is a motivator for me. And this may seem backwards, but when I have a manual for someone else, the first thing that I do is check in with myself, take responsibility for how I feel in that moment. And then I decide I ask myself a question, how do I love me during this moment right now? How do I love me? What would I do to show love for me right now? I might ask for what I want or what I need from a place of love instead of from a place of resentment. Do you know why? Because I do love myself and I love my kids and I love my husband and I love when the trash is taken out. Now, it might sound like this. Hey, buddy, would you be willing to take out the trash? And then leaving space for a yes or a no. Now, I get it. You have children. And what you want to say is if you don't take out the trash, you are going to hurt my feelings and I will be so sad. Do you know what that's called? That's called emotional blackmail. 
That is not the way that we want to manage our children or manage the people around us. But it is what we do sometimes. It's what I did. I told my son, either help me take out the trash or I am going to be mad at you. Those were the words I was saying with how I was acting in that moment. That's not the mom I want to be. I don't want to emotionally blackmail my children. I do want to give them a choice and there can be a consequence. I believe that consequences with our children actually help strengthen our relationship of trust. Now, they have to be very clear expectations and consequences that have been set up beforehand, but having consequences that everybody knows beforehand will create a relationship of trust between you and your children. That is very different from having a manual. Like I told you earlier, a manual is expecting someone else to do something in order to make you feel happy or content. Instead of helping yourself recognizing your emotions and controlling those for yourself and not giving the power to someone else to control how you are feeling. This I can promise you, your happiness comes from you. And it does not matter what your mom does, what your child does, what your spouse does, or your kid's teacher does. Your happiness comes from you. It really is possible in your relationships to start to loosen up the manual, to let go of some of the rules that you have made up and placed into this manual for the other people in your life. You have created this manual to try and control them. And that is is exactly what you don't want. You don't want people to control you. And I have the best news ever. No one does. No one controls you. You control you. You control every emotion that you feel in your body. Every single one. I want you to do that. I want you to loosen up the manual just a little bit. And then genuinely try and notice how other people act when you're not trying to control them. When you stop trying to control other people and you focus on controlling yourself, can you imagine what your life would be like? Can you imagine what some of the relationships in your life might start to change into? It is so much easier to let go of our manuals because then we are allowing people to really be who they are. And in turn, do you know what happens? We get to be who we are. We get to be in a calm state where we don't make other people's actions mean something negative about us. We are in a place where we can listen and communicate and drop all of 
the hundreds of pages of expectations that we have. We can get perspectives from people around us. We can hear other people's sides of the story. We can understand why our spouse or our children are doing or not doing what we have asked them to do. It is so much more effective than holding to your manual so tightly that you can't see around it. I promise that if you soften your manual up a little bit, if you even decide that you want to throw out the manual for some people in your life, you will see relationships in your life improve dramatically. You will see people choosing to do things not because you are trying to emotionally manipulate and control them, but actually because they want to do it. I promise that if you give this a try, if you soften up your manual just a little bit, you will find that it can change every relationship in your life. Try it out. Try to come from a place of love rather than a place of resentment. I think back to my experience with my now best friend's twin 10 years ago in the parking lot. I was coming from a place of insecurity and sadness when she did not respond to me instead of a place of love. When you come from a place of love, when you allow love to be your motivator, you act differently. I might have taken more steps towards that person and said, hey, remember me? I met you five minutes ago. And she would have said, oh no, you met my twin. It would have saved me an entire... If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, Go to my website and book a mini consultation session at winterhollercoaching.com. You can also give me a shout out on your favorite podcast app or simply recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at winterhollercoaching. Thanks for joining me today. I will see you next week.